Hello and welcome to Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. My name is Andrea Lendy, author of the book and Bible reader and studier for over a decade. And I'm excited to share some thoughts with you about today's reading. Welcome to day 262 of Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. Let us pray. Oh Lord, thank you for choosing us to know you and giving us the desire to seek you. Help us hear the message you have for us today. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's see what Jesus is teaching in John chapter 16. Jesus spends the entire chapter getting his disciples ready for his departure from the world. He tells them he is going away, but they don't quite understand. They were sad that he was going to have to say goodbye. He comforted them, telling them the Holy Spirit would come to them in his place. He tells them many things the Holy Spirit would do for them. He would comfort, counsel, help, advocate, intercede, strengthen, convict, honor and glorify Jesus, reveal things that are Christ's and reveal them to us, guide them into all truth, will declare to them the things that were to come and be their standby. If you are needing any of these things today, call upon Jesus and the Holy Spirit and you will receive them as Jesus promised. He also tells them that God the Father tenderly loves them. He shows us that God loves us too. He ends the chapter with verse 33, which says, I have told you these things so that in me you may have perfect peace and confidence. In the world you have tribulation and trials and distress and frustration, but be of good cheer. Take courage, be confident, certain, undaunted, for I have overcome the world. I have deprived it of power to harm you and have conquered it for you. The battle has already been won, and we can have total peace and confidence in Jesus no matter the trials we face. He has already overcome it, and we live in victory. Well, let's see what Paul writes to the Colossians in chapter 2. There are many verses in this chapter that are underlined in my Bible. Verse 3 says, In him all the treasures of the divine wisdom, comprehensive insight into the ways and purposes of God, and all the riches of spiritual knowledge and enlightenment are stored up and lie hidden. Paul tells them to walk closely with Christ, for in his death and resurrection there is life. He nailed our sins to the cross, and through his sacrifice, God disarmed the principalities and powers that were ranged against us and made a bold display and public example of them. We can be thankful Jesus died to overcome all the powers of evil, just as he told his disciples in our gospel reading today. Well, let's see what Isaiah is prophesying in chapter 33. Isaiah could see the end of the Assyrian war against God's people. He saw the people calling out to God again. Verse 2 shows them crying out to God for his grace. God showed himself glorious as he exalted himself. There is justice, righteousness, stability, and abundance of salvation, wisdom, and knowledge, and they treasured worshiping and revering the Lord. The wicked and their wicked ways would burn up with fire, the fire of God. There are wonderful promises for the righteous in this chapter. Be sure to find them and even write them on note cards so you have them for the days that you need them. Verse 20 says, Look at Zion, the city of set feasts. Your eyes shall see Jerusalem, a quiet habitation, a tent that shall not be taken down. Not one of its stakes shall ever be pulled up, neither shall any of its cords be broken. God saves Jerusalem and he saves us. We are blessed to be chosen to know the Lord and worship him. In chapter 34, we read about God's judgment and impending doom upon the nations. We can look at Isaiah's words as being about the end days. There is mention of Edom here in this chapter, who was a neighboring enemy of Judah. They hated God's people and rejoiced when evil came upon them. They are representative of all the nations who hate God's people. 
Isaiah writes about lands that are only possessed by wild animals, which is indicative of the book of Revelation, where we read about the destruction of many people and their land. Verse 16 says, Seek out of the book of the Lord and read. Not one of these details of prophecies shall fail. We have seen God's faithfulness throughout the Bible, and we can be sure he will be faithful to his word until the end. Let's see what we can learn from Psalm 81. Asaph starts by encouraging the people to sing to the Lord and shout for joy. Their circumstances may not have changed, but Asaph knows the importance of praising God. Then he calls for the trumpet, which was used to call all people together. In this case, it was to call them together for one of their festivals. Then the psalm switches to God's voice and how he delivered the Israelites from Egypt. He pleads with them to listen to him, and if they would, he would immediately rescue them. Unfortunately, they didn't immediately listen to him. Verse 11 says, But my people would not hearken to my voice, and Israel would have none of me. And so God let them alone to do as they pleased, and he let their enemies take them over. May we surrender and allow God to defeat the enemy that is fighting against us. Let us pray. O oh Lord, thank you for showing us your love for us in your word. Thank you for sending your son to save us from our sins. And thank you for sending your Holy Spirit to live within us. Help us completely surrender to you, Father. Help us give you all our burdens, worries, and anxieties and allow you to fight the battles we face. Strengthen our faith and belief in your ability and keep us from trying to live this life in our own ability. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for walking this journey with me and being a faithful reader of God's word. I pray that he shows himself as the God who loves you deeply and cares about every detail in your life. Come back tomorrow for some more thoughts and insights as you read God's word.